The first Saturday in December was famous for two things in Riddleton, South Carolina. The Christmas parade and the kickoff of the Home and Business Christmas Decoration Contest. And contest didn't come close to describing it. In this tiny town, the competition was more Thor versus the Incredible Hulk than Snow White versus Cinderella. All for a gold-colored plastic trophy and the right to strut like the only rooster in the henhouse until next year. I had no room to judge, though. That trophy would look great on my mantle. If I had a mantle. My best friend, town librarian Brittany Dunlop, and I had camped out in front of the still unadorned windows of my bookstore, Ravenous Readers, waving at the passing floats. Although floats might be a generous portrayal. Mostly, they were garland and banner-laden pickup trucks with regular folks standing in the beds wearing their gaudiest Christmas sweaters and reindeer antlers, waving and throwing candy canes into the crowd. Still, it brought the community together, which was a good thing in a place like this. Brittany snagged a foot-long peppermint stick before it crashed into my front door. She did a little celebration dance, her flyaway blonde hair airborne as if she was standing behind a jumbo jet on the tarmac with its engines running. Her ceaseous blue eyes twinkled in the sun, the tip of her tongue protruding from her rosebud mouth as she waved the prize overhead. As the last float rolled by, Brittany poked me with her peppermint stick. It's 10.30, Jen. We should hustle to the diner before it fills up. My empty stomach rumbled. Sounds great. Let's go. My protector, therapist, and companion, since we'd been seated next to each other in kindergarten, I couldn't imagine a minute without Brittany in my life. Not to say we hadn't had our rough patches. Like when she started dating my ex-boyfriend, Stan Alinsky. We always worked it out, though. The pinky swear we'd made 25 years ago on that first day of school ruled over all. Dawson and Dunlop together forever. We zigzagged through the crowd, past the police station and the town hall. The flag Santas attached to the black wrought iron lampposts fluttered under the sunny 60-degree sky. Safe to assume the only snow we'd have between now and the big day would come out of a can, sprayed on storefront windows. The more desperate might throw tubs of the fake stuff on their roofs. Nothing like Christmas in the South. You could have it any way you wanted. Brittany twirled her peppermint stick like a baton as we walked. The parade wasn't too bad this year. No, not at all. I sidestepped a family of four who believed their tax dollars had purchased them the whole sidewalk. I miss the days when your parents took us to Blackburn for the big one, though. I looked forward to that trip all year. She elbowed me. Remember the time you got lost? I wasn't lost. I knew exactly where I was. Chasing the reindeer balloon that kid let go of. I almost had it, too. Brittany pushed up the sleeves of her Santa sweater as the temperature climbed. Too bad my dad didn't. His face turned so red, I thought he'd explode when he realized you weren't there. Yeah, and you cried for an hour. I was seven and scared. I thought you were gone forever. Maybe, but it was only five minutes tops. She stuck out her lower lip. Well, it felt like forever. I draped my arm around her shoulder as we hit the sidewalk in front of the diner. Thank you. I missed you, too. Oh, you did not. She pushed me away, laughing. The Dandy Diner's Christmas window featured apron-adorned elves flipping burgers on a snow-topped grill. Mrs. Claus mixed a milkshake with one hand and filled a glass at a soda fountain with the other. 
The door depicted Rudolph in a server's smock, carting a tray of food and drinks to the glass on the opposite side, where Santa enjoyed a loaded cheeseburger he held with both hands. Not a bad paint job for a former bank loan officer from New Hampshire. Proprietor Angus Halliburton might have missed his calling a second time. Brittany and I snagged a corner booth under a 1940s-era advertisement for Lucky Strike cigarettes. It reminded me of the old black-and-white movies I loved so much growing up. The only things missing were William Powell and Myrna Loy chugging highballs while they solved the Thin Man mysteries. Behind the front counter, Riddleton's own Santa, Angus, directed his workshop of waitstaff, busboys, and cook elves. I reached for a menu. Brittany snatched it out of my hand. Hey, what gives? You don't need that. She tucked a stray hair behind her ear. We both know what you're going to order. Oh, yeah? What? 